this month we're talking about fasting as a beginning point for our church because I want to see uh, I want to see breakthrough in our church. I want to see breakthrough in your life. I want to see breakthrough in the world, and uh, I want to see I want to see God act on the earth. And for some reason, God uses people who are fasting to catalyze things that he wants to accomplish in the world. If you read the book of Daniel, uh, it's when he fasted and prayed, that's when God did some amazing things and gave him some amazing understanding. Uh, when Esther, uh, the whole, all of Israel was, was under a a curse of, of death. And, and when she fasted and prayed and, and her people with her, um, then God, God delivered them. Uh, I don't know what you're praying about that might be hard in your life, but fasting with prayer uh, will make the difference. Now, one thing I always want to remind us of, I did last week, but fasting without praying is just dieting, right? Okay? So, and, 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 and so we, we have to add fasting with prayer. In, 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 the, in the Bible, you'll rarely see fasting without prayer. Uh, Anyway, so, but today I wanted to, uh, I wanted to just briefly read one of the, the central passages on fasting. And this is out of Isaiah 58. And it has 10 promises in it. And I just want to, I'm going to zip, zip through it. Um, but the people of Israel at that time, and, and uh, Isaiah was calling them out for their fasting. They, they, this is one of the problems with any spiritual discipline. You get in the routine of it, and then all of a sudden it becomes just like, oh yeah, it's the thing I'm doing. And then you live your life as if you're not doing it. So let's say you're, you're reading your Bible, and it's like, I never read my Bible, now I'm reading my Bible, and it's like, now I'm getting ahead of it, and it's like, that's just what I do. But my life isn't changing by it. And same thing with, with, well, it's hard to do that with prayer, but with fasting it is. <laughs> when you're actually praying, it's pretty hard to stop being transformed, <laughs> but uh, that, that'll get in the way. So uh, Isaiah was speaking to the people of Israel, and he says, is this, the, uh, uh, this is Isaiah 58, is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen to loose the chains of injustice, untie the cords of the yoke? to set the oppressed free, and to break every yoke? Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter? When you see the naked, to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood? Then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help. And he will say, here I am I. <laughs> if, you do, uh, if you do away with the yoke of oppression, with the pointing of the finger and malicious talk, and if you spend yourselves in behalf of them, uh, of, of, then, of the hungry, and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness, and your night will become like noonday. The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land, and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. Amen. Amen. Now, how many would like those benefits? Let me, let me read them for you real quick. Um, he will give you light. He will give you health. He will, your righteousness will shine. He will protect you. He will answer your prayers. His presence will be with you. 
He will give you continual guidance. He will satisfy your needs. He will refresh you. He will strengthen your body. Uh, he'll give you spiritual and physical energy. How many could use all those things? Uh, uh, okay, hey amen. Okay, so that's the, the, the kind of fast. Uh, so he's talking about fasting, but you'll see in here that he's talking about one other thing, and that is remembering the poor. When Jesus talked about in Matthew 6, he, he, he gives three things that he, he wanted to instruct the new disciples on. He says, when you give, when you pray, and when you fast. And we're going to look at when you fast real briefly today. But he talks about these three things. And the giving that he's talking about there is, is giving to the poor, almsgiving, uh, what they called alms, uh, well, the giving at the time. And so one thing I wanted to do, I wanted to recommend to you that during your, your 28-day fa- fast or 21-day fast, when you skip a meal, that you would take th- what that meal, I, I, I usually do like five bucks, um, and gather it up and then send it uh, to a, a, a place that feeds the poor. There's a number of them in our, in our, I, I, I normally just hit city team because I'm used to giving to them. And so it's like, and so when I fast, I usually just will do an online giving to city team because there's something, you know, you're not saving money. You're releasing yourself from the need to have, have money. And, and so I wanted to just encourage you in that as we receive these things. Okay. Flip the other side of the page if you did get that. And I just wanted to remind you. Uh, of why we're fasting and why I'm fasting this year uh, is I want it, I, I, I want to recapture my passion for Christ, that one thing that we just read about. Uh, when, uh, there's nothing like when you're in the presence of God and you're experiencing it. Yes? Has everybody experienced that for a glimpse of it? Because when you do for a season, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. And, and you realize, wow, if I could get there just through a, missing a couple meals or, or, or fasting whatever you decide to fast, um, that would totally be worth it. I do recommend, though, um, that you at least skip a meal somewhere in these next 21 days to fast and pray. At least one. Uh, so this week, uh, my fasting has been breakfast and lunch. And I've been eating a, a nice dinner. And it tastes so much better after you miss breakfast and lunch. It's like you just get that much more thankful. Uh, I, I'm sure I'll be skipping dinner soon. Uh, but I, I wanted to ease into it. Because, again, it's not about the practice. It's about the heart. Because it, it's like saying, Lord, I want to just get to you in, in another level, another way than I'm experiencing right now. And uh, God did a lot for me this week. And in fact, I, 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 can't, I can't tell you. I'm just treasuring them in my heart. And, but I'm hoping that you're all experiencing the same thing I'm experiencing if you've been fasted. Because there's just something about, um, I don't know, there's all of a sudden the window of heaven starts to open more and more and more. Amen. Okay, so uh, so you choose something, do something. I, I put down here time wasters, technology, uh, miss a meal. Uh, yeah, throw your phone out the out the car window. 
<laughs> and, and use Find My Phone in, in a month. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, make sure you choose a time for prayer, your, your Bible study. And uh, we're reading along together this one chapter. Uh, I, I was uh, uh, telling Beth that I, I had started before the new year a Read the Bible in 90 Days. Uh, and it, that's a lot of Bible, but but there's something about uh, there's something about taking in massive quantities of the Word of God. I'm telling you, it is it, like all of a sudden you see a perspective that you that you can't you can't see any other way. I mean, reading through uh, the the first five books, I'm like, wow, that was a, you know that was a journey. That, that was a journey and you, and you see a lot of good stuff that God did over and over. Even though the people couldn't handle the journey, God could handle the journey. Well, most of the time. There were a few times God, he was going to finish them off, but <laughs> I just love that. But a lot of times, and I always relate to the, the Levites in, in the, in the books because it says that they didn't get an inheritance. Everybody else got some land and some houses and, and cool stuff. They didn't get anything because he said, the Lord is your inheritance. And I'm like, I'll take that deal anytime. Wouldn't it be great to have all the wealth in the world and not have Jesus? No. Not even. It's all tradable. Because all this is an illusion. All that stuff's an illusion anyway. It's way beyond. Okay. So then don't forget to choose your time in prayer. So if you miss a meal, sometimes during that meal is a good time to, to do it. Um, sometimes I, I, I get distracted. How many here get distracted? So here's another practice that you can do in prayer is set your timer for five minutes and say, Lord, I'm going to only concentrate on one thing. I'm going to concentrate on you for five minutes and just watch what happens to your brain. At first, it'll be, it, 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 it it's like taming a wild bronking. <laughs> yes, taming a wild horse. Because your, your mind wants to go everywhere except where, it's a, where you're telling it to go. Uh, but part of our prayer and fasting is, is to be able to slow that process down. So when you have a thought, keep a piece of paper next to you. It's like, why, you know, why am I thinking this thought? Why is my mind going there when I'm trying to get to God? That's a good question to ask yourself. And then often it's a good prayer to pray. It's like, Lord, you see my mind is trying to go over here. It's because I am more concerned about this, and I don't believe you're going to take care of it. So that's why my mind's over here. And then another thing is like, oh, I forgot to do that. Well, you just write that down so when you're done praying, you can get it done. But this teaches you how prayer and fasting becomes very practical. The other thing is that you might get hungry initially. It's, it's weird because, you, you know, your, your body is just in a habit like everything else. Your, your body doesn't really need to eat. It just wants you to because you're in the habit of eating. And, and so if instead we say you turn that hunger for food and say, I want to be hungry for God. The Bible tells us that we can be hungry for God. We can hunger and thirst for righteousness. Wouldn't that be more awesome and exciting? So you just turn that and say, okay, I'm going to be hungry for God. God, teach me. 
to be hungry for you. And then get a glass of water. You'll be fine. Because <laughs> you probably do. You probably are hydrated, dehydrated. Most, most Americans are. Um, okay, so I won't leave it. And then, and then uh, one more thing, Usha, and yeah, definitely I want to answer your question. Choose a prayer, uh, a big prayer that you want to pray for, that, the, a singular prayer. Uh, you don't have to have a singular prayer, but I want, I, the reason, one of the reasons we pray, Jesus says this curious thing. He says, God knows what you need before you ask. Therefore, pray. Like, well, if he already knows what I need before I ask, why would I pray? Because prayer is for us also to be able to see the living God. So when you pray, then you say, Lord, will you please break through in this area? And then when you see it, then you'll know it was God. If you don't pray, then you'll, then you'll miss God's hand in your life. And so part of prayer is remembering that to see the hand of God, because that way you'll establish his faithfulness, which is what 90% of the Christian faith is about. It's about seeing his faithfulness so that you can walk with him, because our walk is by faith. All right. So um, praying for your family, praying for your church, praying for your community, praying for your country and the world. Do you know there, there's going to be 43 different elections in the world this year? Uh, Guatemala just, well, they're, they're trying to finish off inaugurating their president this week, right? Yeah, this week. And, uh, you know, and of course, does anybody know that we're going to have an election this year? 2024. In fact, I was thinking that, uh, Brooke and I went on a fast, a 40 day fast in 2012. And it was during the, the election. Yeah, I don't think he's fasted since. He, he was really overweight. And now look at him. No, just kidding. He's always looked like that. Uh, but, but because he didn't have all this extra like I have, he, I was like, this is a great fast. And he's like getting smaller and smaller and thinner and thinner. And it was, sorry, Brooke. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. It was 2012. I can't even tell you who was who got elected. <laughs> I can't tell you how bad it went one way or another. Um, but I do know that I did pray, and God probably answered his what was in his heart at the end of the day. Okay. Whew. And then uh, I encourage you to find someone to pray with or to sh- at least share your prayer requests with so that you guys can swap your prayers one to another. All right. Sound good? So that's what we're doing this week. Choose a time. Yeah, no, that, no. Because, um, finding the right time to pray, sometimes, you know, like some, I'm a pastor and I have an office, right? And I'm like, I'll pray in my office. Well, that's just a joke. <laughs> because every interruption in the world can, will happen. So that's not going to happen. So I'd have to do it off campus most of the time. Once in a while, I'll disappear. I have a prayer, I have a closet, a prayer closet, and I'll disappear in there. But then all I hear is in the hall, where is, where is Pastor Stewart? Where is Pastor Stewart? Like, I'm praying, you know, and I've tried, you know, earmuffs and all kinds of stuff, but I, I can still hear them. Or, or all the preschoolers will come out into the play, playground and all here's <laughs> the little bikes and stuff. So, so sometimes it's inconvenient to pray. So I try to find other times. Um, but, but part of, you know, again, 
part of it is this is the heart of the struggle. I think, you know what, I, you know, the spiritual life, the Christian life, is about struggling towards the towards God in 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 a sense of He's right here with us, so we don't have to go that far. But the part of us that needs to change to line up to Him being within us is is what God's doing. So, so that's there's and there's a ton of grace for it. Uh, Kendra told us. He's here, and he's available to help us in, in all of our needs. So if you're having a hard time praying or you're like, ah, oh, I was really good Monday because it's Monday, and then now we're back on Sunday, then you pick back up, and uh, that is the Christian life. And it's not about us. It's just really just about our heart and and letting God know, Lord, you know my heart is to make you my one thing. You're my, my first love. And as we do that more and more, uh, he starts to reveal himself more and more, and uh, amazing things happen. But then there's seasons. But this season, the season of fasting, is the season of breakthrough. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to see you guys experience it. All right. That wasn't my message. So short message, flip over, flip, flip over the... <laughs> I know. I only have a few minutes as usual. Um, but I, I entitled this Hungering for God, Fasting for Spiritual Passion, which we just talked about. Um, but I wanted to look at the, the short passage that Jesus talked about, um, his disciples fasting, and give you, remind you that the one thing, we're not doing this to get an answer to prayer. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, I need, you know, I'll fast to get an answer to prayer. Fasting brings us to God by bringing us to our knees. Uh, I remember the first, when I first uh, started fasting, it was very difficult for me. I hated it. I would, you know, I would have visions of food all day long. I, I mean, I would salivate at, at anything. Uh, it, it was, I just remember, and I just, I, I remember telling God, I am just a bag of bones. I am just a human flesh. And I'm trying to do this thing because I want to, I want to meet with you. And part of, uh, part of the fast is realizing how human you are. And when you discover how human you are, you realize how much you need and want God. <laughs> because we're not enough for this life. So um, so part of the fast, I just wanted to, these are from my own, my own notes from <laughs> fasting over the, over the world, uh, over these many days and months and years. But the main thing is, is that we're here to want more of Christ and what that means to you, you know? And uh, so I wanted to start with this Philippians 3.10 and 11. It says, Paul says this. He says, and there's just this passionate plea, I want to know Christ. Yes, to know the power of his resurrection, and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection of the dead. 
You hear the passion? And here's a guy that I would consider knew Jesus. <laughs> and yet, this is one of his later, uh, his later letters. He's in prison. And he's saying, hey, I've, I've, I've done a lot of stuff and I've, I've accomplished a lot of things. But I'm throwing it all aside because I just want to know him and to know the power of his resurrection. I just want to stop there for just a minute because I think when he was talking about, I want to know the power of his resurrection, he was talking about having victory over his flesh. How many have struggled? We're only two weeks into two weeks into New Year's and some people made resolutions, you know, right? When you do, when you make a resolution that immediately sets you up for failure, right? Just because as soon as you, as soon as you say, I'm not going to do this, then your whole mind is going to be like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. And it actually strengthens that. And then if you say, I am going to do this, then you say, I'm going to do this. I am going to do this. And, it's, and it strengthens, it actually weakens the, the resolve for that. It's the same thing as, as our ability to form ourselves. There is no self-help. There's just coming to God and say, God, help me. And then over an over a, a expanse of time, he actually transforms us. He does the work. Everybody okay this morning? <laughs> I just love this. So what he was saying was, there's still parts of me that need that that need to die so that the Holy Spirit can fill them so that I can be all that God wants me to be. And I think that's just beautiful. And then it and it, then it says in the participation in his sufferings or the fellowship in his sufferings. And I uh, up until today, I always thought that that was me having to add to Christ's sufferings instead of looking at Christ's sufferings and saying, that is enough. Because some people think that the Christian life is supposed to be about you suffering. I just have to do this. I just have to do this. But you don't have to do anything. He's already done it all. He has suffered and died for us. And now I get to rest and then say, I just want to know you. There's one thing I want. Transform me. Isn't that beautiful? And then so somehow attaining to the resurrection of the dead, allowing God to be fully alive in me. That's cool. All right. You're all looking at me like, okay. Are you guys with me? <laughs> when when when, I, when I'm going through this, I, I don't know. I I'm like a kid in a candy store when I, when I when I open my Bible. I, I it's just like, man, this is good stuff. And uh, trying to deliver it with the same, if you you have to like, I have to give you my my full brain. Okay, so let's talk about Jesus uh, giving us some quick instruction on what to do when you're fasting. And when you fast, don't look gloomy. 
like, like the hypocrites. You know, I wasn't going to tell you that I was doing the 90-day Bible because as soon as you do, you just lose all that. I'll tell you about that in just a minute. They disfigure their faces for their fasting may be seen of others. Truly, I say, they have received their reward. And then he says, but when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face. Then your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who is in secret will reward you. Um, you'll, you notice there's two rewards there. He says, truly, I say to you that they have received their reward. There's two different words there. That when you... Um, if I was trying to have you look impressively upon me that I am reading my Bible in 90 days, or hope to, I'm on day like 13. <laughs> it's like, I hope I make it, Lord. Uh, then I receive my payment. And my payment is that you guys all, for a moment, go, dude, that guy's spiritual. And then I get the, the payment of, of your eyes. But Jesus says... But when you fast, don't do that. That your fasting may be seen, not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. I'll tell you about the, that reward in a minute. Now, I know none of us have started our 21 days of fasting to be seen by others. And everybody's going to know. Eventually, we're all going to we're all going to lose a little. You know, unfortunately, the, if you lose any weight, or any fat, it comes off your face first. You know, it's like, and that's why he's talking about the face here. He's like, uh, make sure you're not looking super gloomy and like, hey man, you're you're sagging there. Um, uh, he says, put some put some makeup on so everybody you know can can see that you're okay. You're gonna you're gonna live through this. Uh, it also goes back on, the, on. Actually, no, it comes off the face and goes here uh, <laughs> when you, when you stop fasting. I, I do know that uh, as well. But don't look gloomy. Be of great cheer, because what you're doing is you're doing your life before the Lord. You don't need anybody's cheer. And uh, we read, sang that song, "Be Thou My Vision." And it's a, one of the lines in there is that, that I'm not looking for anybody's praise. And and I'm, unfortunately, we live in a in a world where much of what we do or try to do or have tried to do has been tr trying to uh, show others that we're okay instead of just being okay in God. And he's saying, don't, don't allow your spiritual life to do that. Make sure that your spiritual life is done in secret for your father who is in secret. And I just love that. And it says, not to be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret. Why does he say that he's in secret? You can't see him. Yeah, he's in secret. He's he, he seems to be hiding, but he's right here. Okay, I, I think I had some notes here. but Yes. Fasting is about the inside of your heart. And it's one of the fastest ways to get to the inside of your heart. And I, I'm, I'm praying that as, as we go through this, 
that you'll start to discover all the little areas where the, the enemy and your flesh have, have, have tried to trick you into, into not allowing you to just come to God in it freely because he wants to reveal himself freely to you. Um, of course, we don't want to be seen by others as spiritual. What? You know, a lot of times, you, you know, you, we, we don't know who the most spiritual person in the room is. Usually it's not the person speaking up front. How do we know this? Just type, <laughs> type in your Google search, pastors arrested, and you'll, and you'll know. <laughs> you'll, get, you'll get a whole page of new ones that happens every week. Some pastors arrested um, because, uh, and not for good things. But people are going, oh, man, that pastor's so spiritual. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's not normally the pastor. It's the person who said, Lord, be thou my vision. And did that all week long. Because the spiritual wasn't them becoming spiritual. It was them connecting with God who makes us spiritual. Okay. And then we get to the reward. When we fast and pray, we often want God to answer our prayer. Yes? Otherwise, he wouldn't say pray and fast. But the answer to prayer is not the reward. You get that. But the reward is him. When we pray in secret, we find him. When we fast in secret, we find him. When we give to the poor in secret, we find him. Because he ultimately is what we are seeking. So I want to encourage you to join us in this fast. The Bible says that if we draw near to him, he'll draw near to you. I know there's been seasons of my life where I've been felt close to God and heard his voice clearly. And this week, it was like, uh, often my ears will plug, but my spiritual ears will stay open. But this week, by about Wednesday, my spiritual ears started getting unplugged. And I started hearing the voice of God in a, in a fresh way for me. And that's what I want for each of you. Um, part, part of it's been, I've been stressed about some things. Anybody have any stress in your life? Okay. If you're stressed about some things, then you can hear the voice of God saying, now hold on a second here. I got you. Remember, one of, the, one of the, the, the promises of fasting was that he's got your front end and he's got your back end. And you, uh, when you're alone without God, you're like, oh, Lord, I don't know. I, I mean, we're praying. I don't know how you're going to do this. But when, you're, when you have the voice of God, then he can speak to you and say, I don't want you to worry about that anymore. I want you to put it in, in my hands and I want you to see the salvation of the Lord. And then I don't have to struggle and strain and stress and wake up in the middle of the night and go, 
How's this going to happen? Instead, I can just rest in him. This is my prayer for you. Will you join me? Amen. Or some of you have been joining me. <laughs> but you first weekers, join me. Uh, and then stretch a little bit. If you're, if you're missing an hour or something, do two hours. If you're missing a day or, some, or, or a meal of something, miss two meals. A uh, day, try two. Uh, week, I don't know. Don't try, don't try two weeks, right? If this is your first time fasting. Uh, I, I usually, I usually should never say don't try this with people because, because, because then that's just the challenge goes on. Uh, but please don't, uh, because, uh, fasting, even water, all water fasting or other fastings, they can, they can change the dynamic of your body. Um, and you should talk to your doctor first if you've, uh, any medication or, uh, anything like that because, um, Stuff can, your body's interesting. <laughs> okay, everybody's body's different. Uh, I have done it, uh, but uh, I don't recommend it to you. All right, so let's pray. Lord, we are desiring to make you our one thing, especially during these next uh, 21 days. Uh, we want to find you in a fresh way. And Lord, as we learn more about fasting and prayer, I pray that we would take uh, the time that you ask of us uh, so that we can hear you more clearly and trust you more deeply. And Lord, we know that there's no magic in the spiritual realm. It's just all spiritual. That you are so our sovereign Lord that does and accomplishes things according to your plans and purposes. And by fasting, we just come to you and say, Lord, here is my life. Take it. I am yours and you are mine. And we thank you today that the great, greatest reward of all is, is not what we get, but who you are by getting you. And uh, that is our prayer today, Lord, that you would open our eyes to you more and more. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for participating, joining me. I, I, I really want to see God break through in a way that we'll all see. And um, I, know, I know he will because he's that kind of God. He's already done like amazing things in one week. I can't imagine what he's going to do in the next couple. So join me. All right, without further ado, uh, I'd like to say goodbye to our friends online. Thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, we are going to gather together and have a meal together, and uh, we hope to see you soon. God bless. And